Welcome to another episode of Pats in the Past. This week I'm joined by another one of my former teammates, Killian Brennan. Rather than jumping straight in 2013, look, I know you a long time. We would have played the schoolboy against each other and then you went over to the UK. Um, I suppose the question that I wanted to say to you was, you came to us in 2013. You were probably, what's that make you? The guts of nearly 40, was it? I can't remember what age I was. 13, so I was seven years ago. So it would have been, yeah, 29. An experienced player, but you just didn't come in as a 29-year-old. who you'd, you'd been around, you'd done everything. What would have been like your kind of experiences to get you? Because Conan, and I'm sure you might have heard and seen it in Clarkie, and Chris and stuff like that, they would have spoke massively about, and that was a big turning point for us in the dressing room, we were almost the team that won in 2012, beating the cup final. The likes of yourself and Cone and Sion, and I've said this to Cone already, Cone was a great sign and it was brilliant for Pats, but you just kind of changed the whole dynamic of the place with your mentality, your will to win, and obviously your quality as well. Like What, what would have shaped you in that 15-year period going over to England and then by the time you ended up with Pats? Shape me as a, a player, shape me as a as personality. Um, I suppose like like I was always the same growing up. Like like I said, we played against each other schoolboy level. We played with each other in Ireland teams, and I think you'll probably always remember me as probably the same. Mm. Like 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 a little ratty kind of player where I wouldn't be given up. And then obviously as the years grew, um, I grew into myself and matured as a player, um, and. I suppose. Do you, think, do you think growing up with, with, with brothers of the similar age, there's so much competitiveness, do you think that helped? Because obviously I, I would know Ryan it played against Gavin and stuff like that. Is it all very much the same? Like There's, there's almost like an arc to when you go out and play because... But then as soon as the game is over, we're in the dressing room or afterwards, like... You know that's, what I mean? It's that's, different. Again, that's not wanting to lose mentality. That's, um, I suppose, growing up on the streets where you always wanted to win a game, whether it was a 5 aside side or, or 1v1. Or, I always wanted to win. Mm. And I think uh, that's kind of bled down um, in in my family, but like in a lot of other families as well. Um, and that's a great characteristic to have, I suppose, going in and then obviously adding your different bits of qualities um, to whatever kind of game you have. Um, but yeah, like where where we grew up, I think you had to be you had to be tough lad. You had to be like always wanted to have to stick your foot in. And I think if you kind of like I suppose shied away from that you were gone straight away. You know, you were fed to the sharks. So, um, it was always like, you know, you roll your sleeves up and you try hard regarding what you had. Like, I remember playing with lads years ago and, and they hadn't got a whole lot, but what, what they had was they had heart and um, if you roll up your sleeves and that's all you, that's all you kind of want from a lad. Like, I remember team talks from manager. That's all a manager expects from you. You know what mm. I mean? He's the one that's putting you out there in the pitch for whatever reason he's putting you on the pitch for. But if you don't try then you're never going to be at regardless of, your, of what ability you have. So um, that, I think that was always bled into me from an early age, you know, and I kind of seen that in my dad as well, the kind of player he was. Mm. Um, and then obviously looking at TV and, and looking up the players as well. So um, the, the, the kind of players that I looked up to was like Lucy Gerrard and Roy Keynes. So they're the kind mm. of players that I wanted to be and they're the kind of players that did roll up their sleeves and, and, and did love the clubs they were playing for. Yeah, and like I suppose you, you you were blessed because a lot of players that play the game, Killian, w- would have that characteristic, and that's great. And the quality doesn't come with you. Are one that was able to kind of produce something out of nothing. You have the quality, like a wand of a left foot, a pretty pretty decent right foot. But it was that characteristic that kind of I would have known about from playing against you, and as you said, growing up and playing in, in different things with you. But like the first time I got to play with you was with balls. Um, uh, your career when you came home from England was Dublin City and Derry and and Bowles like that was that was a superb Bowles team that you played in. You've won a lot of trophies, and by the time I arrived with you, it was almost like Bowles were on its arse. The, yeah. Everything had fallen over. It was a completely different squad. You had, you know, the big players who were playing for big money had all gone in different directions. Yeah, you stayed and played like Sabon Harry played, and I kind of remember looking. All of a sudden you went from being a left winger or someone that was kind of moved out to the side into yeah. a key role in midfield. Was that something that you always thought that you could be or was it something that you felt that now is the time, I'm just I'm just going to do this now, like, and that's it? Yeah, well, to be fair, the team that we had at Bowles, you're, you're talking about the likes of um, experienced players like Joe, Joe and Doe, um, 
Paul Keegan's after winning leagues with Drada, Stevie mm. O'Donnell, um, Chrissy Tono. Um, the Gary worst Deegan, was Gary Deegan there? Gary Deegan stars? would have been there probably a year or two. But, uh, yeah. now, he, now, I don't know if he was there at the time when I signed in 2008, but he did come in, and I can't remember where from. Was, was he at Shells beforehand now or something now? Um, and then he just had Glenn Cronin was there. I know Glenn had a few in. Yeah, like we had Cronin. We had, like, we had a good few midfielders, so... Not that I didn't feel like I could go in there and do a job, but I felt whatever Pat um, needed or wanted, he didn't need me in the middle of the pitch. And mm-hmm. I came from after doing really well up in Derry from always being a left winger. Yeah. So, there was, so I was happy enough to always play there. But like you said, when I, when I suppose when the country fell in its arse um, and I suppose whatever happened, balls happened, balls. Um, they lost their money and they couldn't pay their players. So obviously players that were on X amount of money are of the contract ran out then they obviously going to go and seek um, different employment and boy that is obviously signing for a bigger club or not not necessarily a bigger club for bigger mm. wages yeah, um, and, and that's just the norm in the league yeah, form, as, you know, yeah. as you know yourself but um, I always wanted to stay so um, well at the time 2011 2012 2011, 2012, 2011. Yeah, sorry 2000 and the end of 2011 yeah so the 2011, 2011 so as you, you can remember I actually didn't even do a pre-season yeah I you in, came in quite late yeah, yeah I came in late so I was after being I could have signed for Rovers that year and I didn't um, I met Michael and I was actually about to sign for Sligo I was down in Sligo talking to Kuki okay. and the agent rang me to say that I think it was Sheffield United wanted to have a look at me Mickey mm. Adams at the time, which they weren't doing too great in the championship. So I went over for a trial, and um, I think I went trial somewhere. I think it was a Coventry as well, somewhere else along the lines of that. Um, and I suppose it didn't work out. So um, when I came back, um, I spoke to Pat, and I was speaking to Pat on a, on a daily basis. And I just decided to take the hit and, and sign back for Bowles. Like I, I didn't want to leave Bowles in the first place. Mm. Um, I never wanted to leave Bowles because um, we 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 done so well, um, and then obviously you could see the massive changes from me coming in from pre-season to leaving at the end of the season beforehand. Like it was a total different overhaul yeah. of players coming in, um, the like yourself, Pricey, and all, and then probably bled in with a lot of young lads, yeah, um, and a little bit of experience with Glenn and uh, Owen Harry. But um, yeah, look, we had to be fair. We, we probably um, even that year we 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 done better than I think most expected. Yeah, absolutely. I think we yeah, got to the same final against Sligo and we, we were definitely Sligo, Sligo, Sligo were a top, top team as well. I think I, yeah. played that, I was injured playing that game as well. Like I remember playing that game, Tony strapping me up and sending me out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and they, they had a top team. They had Dow and Richie and yeah. they, they had a top team. Yeah, good side, um, right, yeah. And we done all right in Europe as well. We're never going to beat any of the top teams in Europe. Mm-hmm. But we done all right what we had. Um, but yeah, they were, good, they were good times, I suppose. Like I said, the country was in its arse, but there were good times to be playing football. I suppose when's not a good time to be playing football? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. And then, I suppose we finished up at balls. I ended up going to Patchy, went to Rovers. It's probably fair to say it's probably one of the places that when I look back here at your career, that you just was it your face never fit there, or was yeah. it just it was almost like you had that kind of it was a tra- and yeah. everything, and it was almost like you were like. It was a classic. It was a classic case of a Bowles Rovers signing where mm. they couldn't see through um, who I was. Yeah. Regard, regarding like I'd go and play ten games and play really well for ten games, and then I'd have one bad game, and the book would be thrown at me. Yeah. I'd be made an example on. I'd be thrown under the bus. Yeah. And I think anyone and any fans that I do know um, that knows the game would know that I tried a million percent. And any of the lads or managers that ever played with me or managed me knows that I'm the kind of lad to roll my sleeves up when things aren't going right, whereas I was getting the opposite yeah. of them. Um, and I can remember talking um, to you up in, um, up in Tala before one of the games, and you were just, you were just going, this, this place just isn't for you. Mm-hmm. And I was just going to myself, like, yeah, right, but like, I'm not going to just give up. Yeah. You know I, was only, I was only planting the seeds. So no, you, you were planting the seed. I didn't know if you were trying to get in my head before the game. <laughs> Probably a bit of both. A bit of, a bit of both. So, uh, and I knew that as well. So, um, yeah, it's just, look, it, you're right, probably is. The, the face didn't fit. One of them was there, but I hate, I hate people telling me, or always telling me that I didn't try, or he's lazy, or 
like he's got he's got a bad attitude because like that's that doesn't wash with me that kind you, of stuff. You know yourself, Killian. We played the game long enough. There's times where you come in, you know your own performance wasn't good enough and different yeah. things. But sometimes you can get stuck in a rut. Um, you were signed under under the the, the pretenses that you know uh, I suppose Killian and Stephen Kenny were going to be reunited and all this type of stuff and there was yeah. some that was going to go on and Chris only said to me I think Killian played left full the day that I got a couple of goals yeah. and that can happen and it just yeah. I didn't mind stepping in playing left full I, I said like that's the kind of person that I am as in like I'll, I'll be able to to rise to whatever position that I'm put in and Stephen knows he could play me there and I think I might have played there two or three weeks beforehand and I, I had great games yeah. whereas that game was I think we conceded early from Chris coming in having a shot and we, I was just gone I was just gone trying to look for goals and then when Chris scored that goal um, so I was getting in the neck but so if you actually looked at the video I was nowhere near I was, <laughs> no, no. I, I was nowhere near him yeah where was Gillian I, I was absolutely I was nowhere near him because I was, I was I think I was after breaking and I'd passed the ball we'd lost the ball it broke down and the ball played down the side which probably I should have been there again you that's know. something that you learn um, even at whatever age I was at the time 28, 9 year old um, but like I said I was playing out of position as well um, and no better man than Christy to, pun- to punish no, me no. <laughs> but like it's, it's gas because yourself and Stephen would have came in at the same time and you know if you look back now we've got Stephen Kenny now as the Republic of Ireland manager who's gone on to have unbelievable success he was deemed a massive failure at Rovers after being somewhat successful in Derry he went on to become the most successful, probably, Irish domestic manager ever in Dundalk. His face didn't fit either. So I think it was just one of those things. I think Rovers themselves were going through. Maybe they weren't ready for that characteristic to come in. There was some big, there was some big players in the dressing room that had worked under Michael as well. And when, when yeah. you come out with success like they did in Europe and winning a couple of leagues and stuff like that, sometimes bigger personalities coming into the dressing room and all of a sudden it's like, wow, hold on what? a minute. I don't know. I, I I just think the expectancy there from what happened the previous year was through the roof. Mm. Like they expected that to happen every year. Mm. Whereas, don't get me wrong, Stevens come in and they've showed their intent and they've signed the likes of myself and self. But there was massive characters in that change room. Not mm. only me, like I, like they, I would. They had built up the credit, though. Yeah. Uh, like, so yeah. so when those go wrong, it's like well, you know, Royce is yeah. here a while. He's here a yeah. while. He's here a while. Killian's only here. Let's, you know, yeah. Killian. I was, like I said, like I said, it was an, e- I was an easy target because mm. the lads were there a while and um, they were quite successful in what they've done, and that's brilliant. Um, but I felt then like I was always going to be the target. Like, like I said, I'm that kind of character where I'm not the top end of the character, as in the likes of the Royces and all them lads that w- would have been there for years, and I'd lose by the Robbers fans, um, and then. All of a sudden, um, the pressure was on us to win games, and the pressure was on me, and the pressure when it shouldn't have never really been on me. And I go back to what I said: if we're not winning games, the easy target is the player that's only in the door, yeah, and course. the player that's, and the player that was with Bowles. So that's the reason why. But I never took any offence to that, and I just got on with it really. But um, I like regarding not winning games in the pitch, like I took that as a failure, as in yeah. we didn't win that in that year. We end up getting beat in the cup final by Drada. Like realistically, you should have put Trotter, like, clean out of it. Um, and I'm obviously delighted for the three brothers that day went on to win it. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, look, oh, tough times, I suppose. And uh, up in Tala, um, it certainly wasn't easy the couple of times I was up there. But, um, but, it's, but it's I enjoyed meeting right? some good people as well. From an individual point of view, it was really tough time for you. All right, It didn't work out. But that kind of brings us into 2013, and this is where, I suppose, we touched on the journey and the little bits from Peterborough to Dublin City to Bowes and stuff in Derry. You then come and you land in your dressing room, and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, we had you in the dressing room in Bowes, I knew what character it was, and at the end of 2012, we became fairly close to, to kind of winning the league. We, we slipped a few points, we, we lost in, in Sligo in a great game, 3-2, we lost the cup final to uh, to Derry, and then you kind of sit back, you have your 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 few beers at the end of the season, when you sit back and take it all in, you kind of, and I'm sure this is what Liam did, you kind of look around and you say, how do I get to the next level? What gets me to the next level? Like, what either keeps you at the top or what gets you to the top? And, like, people were looking going, oh, fucking Kenny Brennan. Like, you know what I mean? He's got his bows and he doesn't care. Yeah. He's going where Liam, he's, he's got yeah. the and he's doing this. But, 
it was a game changer for us. It yeah. was a game changer. We didn't sign a 21-year-old with promise. We signed a 29-year-old who's won leagues, won cups, and came in and at certain times during that season dragged dragged us single-handedly by the scruff of the neck, and we were yeah. we just went like that. A lot of the times you don't know if it's going to work, um, and I suppose when you look at it that way, when you're explaining how how well he's done the season beforehand, you, you are looking for the final piece of the jigsaw and. I suppose with me and Conan coming in, um, that they were the pieces of the jigsaw. Um, but yeah, it, it is like when you talk about hindsight now, you did go on to win a league, and the year later went on to to win an FEI. Um, and to be fair, what you're saying about Liam, you sit you sit down at the end of the season. How are we going to get better? How are we going to get that extra ten percent out of this team? Look, we can keep this team, but we need to be able to add a little bit of quality and a little bit of guts. So. From a, from a manager's point of view, um, like Liam has to probably take a lot of credit for like going out and signing me. You know what I mean? So, mm. um, and and to be fair, he gave me the reins when I went in there straight away to kind of say, "I want you to do this, and I need you to do that." And he just let me go and do whatever I wanted. And like I said, you we had the we had the nucleus there of what you had in 2012. Mm. That wasn't going to change. Yeah, pushing towards what you's and I suppose you'll probably get an extra five or ten percent out of not winning the FEI, the hort of all that kind of stuff, the few points of losing the league, but have to drive you as a person and as a football club. Um, and like I said, obviously me coming in would have helped another few percent as well. So, um, yeah, oh, it did. Like I, I, I remember Liam, and you know I would have been quite close. To Liam, I remember talking to me and just saying, "Do you know anything about Killian?" I said, "Yeah, played on balls. What's he like?" And I said, "Listen." He's exactly what we need in the dressing room because you can only have so many times. And it's not about even in training and dragging people on. And in fact, it's it's just about planting seeds with other players, yeah. not letting standards drop. And there was only so many times you could keep going to that well without before it going dry. Yeah. So we needed we needed characters in. Conan was able to do things on the pitch. Conan wouldn't be a leader in the dressing room per se. He wouldn't be, you know, standing up and, and going to people. But Conan's performances on the pitch for those yeah. years, especially with assists. There's times, and I had this laugh at Conan, there's times where Conan would do nothing for 75 minutes. Yeah. Someone else would get taken off and we'd be all like, how is he still on the pitch? And then he'd oh. score two, assist him one and get man the match for the last yeah. time. I, I, he, it, he it, was, Conan was the type of player where, like, I loved playing with Conan as well because I, I, I always knew where he was going to be. Yeah. Because he was always going to put himself in a position where he was going to impact the game, score a goal or create a goal. Like, I could, I could play a blind pass to him. Yeah, you know. Oh, I, I just know he'd be there. Like I just, he would always nearly be on the end of it. Now, sometimes, as as we know, Conan's touch isn't isn't the greatest. So <laughs> that's a bit of shin guard, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be pinging ball sixty yards to him the odd time, and he go out and under under his leg sometimes, you know. But um, a lot of the times with Conan, and um, he 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 would do brilliant for us. He was he was fantastic for us as well. And like I said, he's the kind of players that you need in the change room. Well, he wouldn't be the one to stand up and say something, but at the same time, he he wouldn't let his own standards drop whereas if there was other players letting the standards drop you know yourself it's a domino effect a yeah, lot of players follow 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 whereas yeah. I don't think he was the kind of player and I certainly wouldn't be the kind of player to rest on my laurels and I think he was as well but not as vocal yeah. as me I was perfect because these were two perfect players for Liam Liam was all about scoring goals Liam would be we'll win 5-4 rather than risk yeah. dropping it all yeah. it suited him he gave you that freedom in the final tour to create something out of nothing counting he knew from Fingal but yeah. it, it, it just worked I suppose did you think signing? So when Liam meets you, do you believe that we're ready to compete? Like, what, what's going through your head? Do you think, is it, uh, Pats, I don't well, know, like... I, to be fair, I met Liam, um, I, met, I can't remember exactly, I hadn't got a whole lot at the time. I hadn't mm-hmm. got a whole lot of options at the time because it was after Tony Dowd's Sligo and the year before um, 2011 Bowes and then obviously signing for Rovers and it didn't, it didn't work out for me. There wasn't a whole lot of teams that was, um, I suppose, going to pay me the wages to play football, mm. and that's like people going, people are turning around and going, like, but there actually wasn't. Like there was, there was lads out there getting a hundred quid a week mm. to play football, and there was lads like it was just, cra- it was a crazy time. There was clubs only get filing their feet, yeah, literally After only filing their feet, back, yeah. only bouncing back. And to be fair, I, I was, I say, it, I was six months from, away from. But I was halfway through before signing for Rose uh, going to Australia. And the only reason why I ended up staying is because the missus got pregnant with the fourth child. Mm. So um, I knew that I was staying. 
and I knew that I had to put my head down and it was just a perfect match because when 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 I met Liam straight away, I knew he was the kind of laid-back person that I probably needed at that time. Um, I didn't need like a headbanger. I didn't need something that he was he was just so down to earth. He was telling me what I needed to hear. Um, and the fact that he's went that close the year before, I said to myself, yeah, like, why not? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, like I said, usually I'd always would have had three or four options to bang it off, go home, sit down and go, um, well, this is the best option for this. This is the best option for that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I got on great with him as soon as I met him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I knew straight away and uh, he could have the bit of crack up. And then I knew probably most of the lads in the Pats change. I didn't know them them all yeah. but I knew a good few lads I knew yeah. Christy Christy was there at Bowles as well so you're after yeah. accumulating a good few lads as well um, but yeah look, when I first when I first came in um, the first training session there was Harry Kenny Harry Kenny was the, the coach yeah at mm, the time right. I was going yeah we definitely have a chance here like I, I never like and then I can remember after about six or seven games saying to myself um, I was like I have to play this down we're actually going to be close to winning this league here well, it was probably, and this is what I was going to come on to next, like, when I was looking back at some of the key moments over the last few weeks with the boys, and I put out about questions, some of the stuff that came up for you, we'll, we'll get to during that, so it won't be a question we'll actually speak about. It, but yeah, yeah. The Sligo game, um, they come to Richmond, they're rocking seven from seven. We seven had a couple seven, of feats, yeah. we got beat 3 nil by Rovers, and I went over that and, uh, previously with the boys, we had a big debrief on the Saturday for a few hours we sorted her out you know we, we then win a game then we go up to Dundalk and we lose again so we were two from four and it's like right we win a couple of games and I suppose that done, that, that Sligo game they were champions the year before they had beaten us in a big game um, you know a few months previous with a big big, big crowd in the showgrounds they're seven from seven they're, they're flying they're, they're not conceding they're scoring goals we beat them two nil you get the penalty mm. which it was the dink yeah right I- down the middle I think with the Sligo one, like even though it's that early in the season, seven out of seven, they'd won the league the season before. Mm. Um, like I said, they were flying, they weren't conceding goals. That was that was like literally we win or I'd nearly say the league's over. That early in the season, I would have said they were steamrolling teams. Yeah. So we kinda had to put like a dagger into them. Um I can't remember a whole lot about the game. I can remember obviously the penalty, I can remember the dink. Um we were what, on top. We were on top of most. Of, from what I can think yeah, of, we were we were yeah. on top, and we deserved to be. Like, no, we, we deserved did. to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I went over this over a few weeks ago. Like they 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 were nasty. Like but good. Yeah. They were a good team. They had some yeah. great players. They really good. But, but they had yeah. like Danny Ventra who yeah. would turn up to Richmond and get man the match walking off, and we'd be sitting in the dressing room going, "He just built the bollocks out of everyone." Yeah. Whereas you're in the midfield against him going. Nah, yeah. no chance, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, he, and we, I remember there was a few tackles on Danny early in the game. He was down injured for a while. He was whinging to the ref. And I felt myself, right, this is starting to swing a little bit. Yeah. I think we all want to look wherever we get the penalty. Like, what's going through your head? Like, And, and from people that don't know you, right? And people who perceive yeah. they know you as fans think, listen, they love killers and they love this and stuff like this. This yeah. is just the type of stuff that... <laughs> yeah. It's a big it's, game. It's 10 minutes to go, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, one day you're missing the score, you're getting slaughtered. You just don't care. Yeah. No, to be f- like a lot of the times when I'm going to take a penalty, I don't know I'm going to do that until I actually do it. Right. Like there's not a lot, of, <laughs> there's not a whole lot going on up there. No. Do you know what I mean? But, <laughs> <bungalow. laughs> yeah, but uh, now some, now not all the time. Like I can remember doing a blow and um, draw it in OE. Right. And it was on the TV and it was one all and it was in the ninety plus minute. And Nutty said to me after the change room that he was going to leave me a draw if I hadn't missed it. So <laughs> would have as well. And I, I was messing this going, That's where I live, so I wouldn't be staying. I, you wouldn't be leaving me here. But no, like realistically, like if it was one all, I probably wouldn't have done it because it was such a, it was such a big game. And I think that could have ruined our season if that had been if, if that had been say one all or nil all, and I was to step up to do that. Like I've gone up and missed penalties before, but. Um, I think if you go up and do something like that at nil all, I think that I had that little bit of a cushion that was one nil. Yeah. Um, I don't know what minute it was. It was late enough, was it? I think it was, it was late. Yeah. Yeah, it was ninetieth minute. It was about ninetieth minute. I'm sure was that. I'd have to have a look, and that's probably my job. I should have researched yeah. that. But I remember, I remember Gary Rogers getting up annoyed and beating the ball. He caught him off. I've watched, I've watched it a few times, and Bisto was on the sideline with Conor Murphy and we were all like you just all jumping on me or whatever and then we're just seeing a ball hit someone on the chest 
And then when I looked it back again, uh, he went to kick the ball, obviously, at me. He wasn't happy with getting dinked. Um, but yeah, I suppose that, that kind of stuff wouldn't have been through my head, as in, you know, I'm clever enough to know if I miss it, then there's going to be yeah. like someone angry there. And even your teammates are not going to be happy, you know, that kind of way. But I just felt that it was the right time to do it and to show off a little bit. And like, I was only in the door as well at Richmond. So I wanted to kind of say, like, this is me. not that I'm the man, but like, oh, let, let, let's go yeah. here. Like, this is what we're about. We, we, we can rough it with the rough. And then there's a little bit of showmanship, a little bit of showboating. And um, like, we kicked down from there, didn't we? Like, we that's were what just, I'm saying. Like, like, realistically, realistically before you missed that, I chip it over the bar, chipping it to keep his hands. We could go and lose the next two games, and then I'd be getting in the neck. I'd be going, it's that killer Brennan fellow, so I'd have to miss that penalty. Like. <laughs> but we but, did, we, we kicked on, and I suppose, yeah. like, yeah, right. I think it gave everyone a lift. Yeah, it did. Everyone lift. The fact that we well. bet them as well, like that, and we rubbed it in as well. Like, I just, I just felt we kind of torn the corner, I think, after yeah, that. Yeah, we did. And do you know what? You're right, because we were able, well able to mix it. And if someone wanted to come for a battle, we were well able to battle. Yeah. We, we had yeah. a tough side. We, like, like a back, with a back four there, who was nearly ever present in myself, yeah. Graham O'Kenny, Connor. Yeah. No problem, tough enough. Didn't really yeah. mind. We could pack as full backs. We could defend as defenders. Then yeah. you went into midfield. You had likes of yourself, Greg, yeah. Chambo, like players who, if someone wants to go. Yeah. You're not going, yeah, exactly. You know, like it, sometimes I look at midfields and go, "There's one player there that's nasty, and there's two that's not that nasty." Mm-hmm. I think whereas there's one that wants to have a goal, like you're going to be going for like there's eleven there, boys. Like can he be running up from the back? You're not mm-hmm. like does you kind of you knew you had your back. You know what I mean? That that yeah. camaraderie came there as well. Like oh, that did, yeah. that nick just kind of came over time, obviously on the training pitch and all that as well. Um. Remember, it just, remember it just felt easy. It felt easy then. When you start winning games, it felt we easy for us. Remember the time we went into training on the Saturday and Liam called me and you into the office, into the room, and he uh, he slaughtered us for uh, having a go. At, and was it Derek Tomney? Remember the two of us? Oh, the two of us. The picture, picture, yeah. The picture yeah. in the paper on the Saturday morning of me and you. Did we get moved or something? Wide open with spit yeah. right yeah. into his face. And I you suppose... Probably, bet you blame me, didn't you? You were like... Liam <laughs> 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 would be a like... Uh, this and that, and you need more respect, and you need. We don't do this here, but me and you yeah. off there, just kind of going, yeah, yeah. this is what's going to take. Like we, we, yeah. we knew exactly what we were going to do. We took Does, the rap and the knuckles off Liam, but the following Friday we would have went out and done the exact same thing. Yeah, oh no, a million percent, hundred percent. Like I don't, I can't, I can't remember that game, but we were probably winning about three or four nil. I'm your shit. Probably, me, we were winning eight nil, and I was still <laughs> shit at the ref and the linesman. So yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> we were giving out about some. <laughs> yeah, but then like just. just that season, Killian, right? There's some big moments. The, obviously, the Sligo game, the Cork penalty, quite yeah. late on. Um, that was massive as well. Yeah, that, that was really. That was important. the first feel of, I think, everyone thought. Well, that, that was last minute. This that is going to be our season. Like the third minute. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I won that penalty as well. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, you did. You started, yeah. got the penalty, you scored. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, right, we're on a serious crusade here. Well, just getting back to what I was saying, we were nasty and we were well able to mix it. We played some football. Like we, 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 like we, we absolutely slaughtered them off the pitch. I remember watching that game. I don't know if it was that night or the next night or something. It was one of the nights after. Um, I, I usually watch the games. I flick through them the, the night I come home from the from the game. I mightn't come home that night from the game. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. It might have been the night after. Um, but I think it was Felix Healy that was doing the commentary. And like, I, I didn't watch the whole game. Like I said, I just flicked through little bits and that. Um, but he was like gone, like we just said, like we absolutely smashed them off the park that night. It looked like that wasn't going to happen. Um, and then when you obviously get the penalty in the last minute, there was no thinking that penalty, by the way. Like you, you, you're, you're talking about nil nil that game, like that's such a massive penalty. Like mm-hmm. people remember, they think, but like I'd, I'd nearly always remember the Corkman and I can remember the celebrations and I can remember the fans coming on the pitch. I yeah, think that, that was the kind of forced tour where. We've got that little bit of luck as in getting the penalty and scoring in the last minute of the game. Um, is this going to be our year? Mm. As, as a player, I think I kind of knew early enough in the season where we're going to be really close. But I think I planted a seed in, in uh, I suppose, supporters' heads where we're going to, like, this is going to be our year. Or it's going to be close. I think, I think you're right because that, that game was wave after wave of attack. And I remember we had a lot of the ball out right crosses, yeah. little combinations, doing all the stuff. And I remember running back in when went there for a goal kick or something like that, thinking, how are we not scoring here? Like, yeah. But there was always a belief that, even when the bar goes up three minutes, that period of 2013 and 14, and I played football for 15, 20 years, 
you, like I always remember Stephen Kenny as well in Derry. He always had a knack of late goals. It's almost yeah. like there's a belief in the group. And even when the bar goes up, and I've also been in teams when you're drawn one all or one nil down, and there's ten yeah. minutes to go, and you're like, ah, we yeah. ain't scoring here. Yeah. And but yeah. we, that was the case for that team. We were just yeah. like ruthless, keep going. And then when the penalty's there, you're kind of thinking. Yeah. Skip it right, that's it, we've won because you're going to score. Yeah. That that was another massive moment. Another massive. one was, I remember one Friday night we had a game, but for whatever reason, I think we might have been sent, or, or we had a game one day and we had another game up in Derry. You remember that one quite quickly? And this was yeah. our back to stay ahead of Dundalk, and we ended up winning, and you scored a free kick. Yeah. You remember that game? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was a, against you down yeah. to the to the yeah. dressing room end yeah. and uh, again we went up to Derry which we normally did with Liam Liam had no fear about going to Derry because he yeah. liked the size of the pitch and we got it down we played we done really well we, we yeah. kind of rolled our luck in the last few minutes but I remember the celebrations coming home thinking there's actually no stopping us now no, you know what yeah. I mean like that, that was a, like, they were all, like you're talking about games there like they're all massive wins I suppose especially the closer you're getting to thinking that you know to the finish line um, they are, they're massive games and like I suppose over the, like I said, the 15, 20 years I've been playing football, the hardest place to go and win is the Brandywell. For me, personally, playing wherever I was playing at the time, I remember playing in league winning teams at Bowes and Pats, and we always, always, like, what was that, 1 0 that night? Yeah, 1 0, yeah. Like, you just don't win, you don't, you don't go up there and win 2 or 3 0. Like, you no. never, you never really? do, no matter what team you have, you never do. So, um, like I said, that was another massive game as well. That was on the TV. I, I remember Daryl Kavanagh getting uh, mad at the match that game. <laughs> and, and coming in like messing with me saying how did I get man in the match that game <laughs> but uh, no like, like I said like, we had that many players like we had loads of players that were just flying in yeah. flying form like I might have been, I might have scored the, the odd winner here and there but like like from like 1 to 11 and not even 1 to 11 you're talking about the lads like the cabinets and all them boys coming on Bistos. the pistols all these lads like without That's all these fact. lads this, this, is a, this is impossible to even like fathom so like we had players, and it's not easy keeping players happy. And um, we had a sixteen, and every single one of us were like absolutely at the top yeah. of our game. No, I, I agree with you, and it was great. And then, obviously, we go on, we win the league. Um, deservedly so. We I thought we were by far the best team that year. I know Dundalk was just close, two thousand and fourteen, and I've I've spoke about this at length. Like the the cup win was fantastic because. We lost it in 2012. A lot of the, the nucleus of the squad were there. It's very raw. And then you have the history behind the club. And people think, oh, no, you don't think about that. Of course you do. There was seven yeah. or eight good finals that Pats had lost. Uh, the most recent one. Then all of a sudden you're playing against Derry again. And the difference, and you weren't there in 2012. The difference for me, Killian, was that 2012, anything that could have went wrong with the coach leaving, trying yeah. to sign players, bringing players into a different dressing room, the physios, uh, dad dying, you know, injuries, Clarkey. Uh, Clarkey and uh, Barry Murphy were fighting around for number one 2012. Greg was yeah. playing. Greg goes in for a challenge in training, goes over on his ankle, couldn't even play. Jake Carroll goes off injured. It was just one of them games where it's yeah. 2014. I'm like, you, Fats, yeah. Greg, Fats had gone, started off the season, hit a bit of an injury, and then yeah. towards the end, they swapped. Greg went back to the six, yeah. Fats pushed up beside you. Used two were at it, is were incredible. Conan yeah. and Christie were flying. They got like yeah. 25 goals or 50 goals between them. Giff Forrester on the other side was flying as well. Yeah. It was like... I, I kind of knew like where at, like going back to the, the Sligo game and the league game, like I kind of I knew but keeping to myself that like we're going to be really close but I, I, I knew that we were going to win that cup mm. and I, di I didn't want to put the splazies on it by saying like I wouldn't say it anyway but like turn around and saying to someone mm. as in like we can't be beat. Mm. Because that's like you're letting yourself down for a fall there, um, but I, like I knew we were going to win that. I, I, I'd no doubt in my mind that there was something yeah. seriously going have to have, have gone wrong for us not to win that that year. Well, it's gas. Had a man in training. I remember, and I remember this clearly. We were walking out to the outset, and we were, the, the, the usual the long walk out. And I remember yeah. just me and Ken were walking. Ken wasn't in the team. He was a sub, mm. and yeah. he knew he wasn't going to start the final unless something dramatic happened. Yeah. And I remember, this was the week of the the, the Sligo game. Um, and then we were obviously in the cup final the following week. We went down, we think we beat Sligo 4 1. And I remember Ken saying to me, uh, There's no chance, no chance the way you are playing, 
Yeah. And the team we have is going to lose that game. It would have to, to be in a bottle job if we had a loss. If you have, if we have a man sent off in the first few minutes, yeah. Even if we have ten men, Sean Hall was close to getting sent yeah. off in the fourth one. <laughs> so I, like, I'm trying to think of the whole lot and saying, like, how are we going to get beat here? Like one of them, like an OG, a man getting sent off. I'm turning around to Sean and I'm giving him the eyes. Leave alone. <laughs> Just I'm don't touch him. I'm nearly going to go off to Liam, go get him off, and I'll go back there. <laughs> <laughs> but he just needed a little bit of a breather because Sean was still very inexperienced as well. He was, yeah. He, well, he came in, but, like, we would have yeah. done that. He came he in brilliant. after Connor. He was brilliant. He was sensational. And yeah. like, the likes of yourself, Pats and thing. It was just, for me, I felt reassured as a player when you have the likes of yourself there and someone like yeah. Keith Fatty and, you know, Christy was flying and Christy had a load of chances in the first half. He didn't take them. Yeah. He gets his two scrappy goals in the second half. He goes down as a legend. But yeah. it was it was just brilliant. And then we win the League Cup in 2015 in Galway. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, I remember having conversations with you in the off-season. I think you were trying to get your deal started with Liam. Yeah. Um, as far hard, as the league, hard work, oh, hard work. Everyone had hard work at least. <laughs> ten euro over fifty. Oh uh, no. <laughs> well, it's um, you know what he's like. But I remember Liam was away on holidays. Oh, you were in Rotterdam. Yeah. I was actually yeah. My little girl was in hospital, and I remember it was a three-way conversation because you had yeah. said to me Rovers had put in a great. Nutsy had just yeah. taken back over he, Rovers. Yeah, he rang me on holidays as well. Remember he's that. He's yeah. putting a great deal into me. Liam was kind of saying, "Oh, Killian, listen." We didn't win the league and, you know, yeah. Europe, but blah, blah, blah. And then I was trying to kind of push it through. I must say, in my Pats career, it was one of the biggest disappointing things that you left. And you know I tried yeah. I nearly was begging you at one stage yeah. to stay. But yeah, I, I, look at that, I look at that in hindsight and, like, I always got on well with the like, my managers, like Stephen and Liam and uh, Pat. But I always had a soft spot, I suppose, for Pat. And I knew that he needed my help going in there. Mm. Not that it was any help anyway, looking looking back. <laughs> look looking back at it, we need any help to each other. But um I knew it was a mass, a massive decision mm. to to turn around and leave. But there was there was a couple of things that just didn't sit right with me at the time. I won't go into them because they're too personal. Um and I'd never fall out with Liam as in a personal and professional basis or level, because he's he's an absolute diamond of a man. Um but yeah, there was a couple of things that just didn't sit right with me, and I wasn't getting what I, but what I suppose I was worth. Mm. Um, that's what I call, all comes down to in the end. Um, and to be fair, like looking Bowles, I never wanted to leave Bowles, and I never really wanted to leave Pats, but I ended up taking the decision to do it. Um, and I suppose again, <laughs> going up to that, it was the wrong decision. But um, but that's only in hindsight, it, and we don't. Yeah, it's only hindsight, and things weren't we all rosy at some Pats at the time either. No. So um, yeah, now t- t- things yeah. things were were getting a little bit for different reasons. There was yeah. just it, it was just starting to fracture a little bit. Like and yeah. listen, you would have your opinion on a why. I'd have my opinion on a why. Yeah. It was just one of those things which frustrates me. I just I suppose I felt the start the building process had stopped. Yeah, and I was going. If I stay, we're going to go. We're, we're, we're sliding down the hill here. Mm. Whereas I felt that Rovers, and Luke said, it's all about opinions, all about we can go to Rovers and we can go up in the win things. And then if we don't, then that was a bad decision on my part. Mm. And it probably was. Whereas if I had to stay in a Pats and could be still sliding down a hill, I could be going, Jesus, I, sh- I knew I should have went there. Like, I sh- yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I suppose... It was, it, it, was a, it was a frustrating one, right? Because you're, you're, you're dead right. And it was just... I remember talking to Liam throughout the process each year and I was like, right, we're going for a sign. And then we missed out on some big players like Paddy McElhenney. Yeah. I genuinely thought he was going to sign at one stage. Uh, Robbie Benson. Um, yeah. At one stage, actually, he looked like he was going to Cork and then it was Dan Dock. And then I said to myself, right, we, we, it looks like we're going to get him. And we just kept missing out on them players. Whereas 2013, we didn't miss out because we got you. Yeah. 2014, we didn't miss out because we got Fats. And that's just the way it was that, you're right, the recruitment whether that's the fault of the players that we were trying to sign, whether that's money, whatever it was, it was just yeah. one of them things that we just... You didn't get, you just didn't get it right, but I wasn't yeah. far off being right. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't think that Liam had... I didn't think as, as a group oh, with a coaching and stuff like that, I just didn't think that we were right either on that front. Yeah, the Stuff was getting splintered a little bit in, in the dressing room with certain players. But listen, it was not any fault. I'd never ever yeah. pinpoint you know, a player to say, right, you taught this, you taught this, because that's just what happened. Me yeah. personally, I suppose, I was very loyal, I was very loyal to the club, like, I, I was similar, 
my best year is 11, 12, 13, 14, wherever it was. I would have torn down a bigger offers to move to one or two other clubs. Yeah. Um. And but I was never. It was. It, it would have took something astronomical for me even to yeah. come Ed, I just didn't even entertain it. I had finally yeah. landed at my club. Yeah. Okay, this is my club. I was earning good money. You had you had that relationship with Liam though as well. Yeah. That, that you would have gone. There's nothing going to tore my head because like obviously you've gone on to do do what you've had to do in the last two or three years. So that was always kind of your thing. Yeah. Whereas there's other lads that wouldn't have had that thing 100%. with Liam. So yeah. like there was, there was like for me personally, I hadn't got that with Liam. But even though we had a good working relationship, mm. um, we, ha- we hadn't got what I hadn't got what you had with him. Yeah, and, and it's Gareth Killian. Like, the end of 2015, all of a sudden Killian Brennan's back on the radar again, and I'm like Liam. So Dude, doggies, doggies. <laughs> Sign him. You already had that love. Yeah, but sign him. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. Liam is, Liam, and I went with Dale, listen, and I, he won't mind me saying, and Liam was concerned. Yeah. He was probably saying, oh, well, yeah. can he reproduce what you've done and, and this and yeah. that? And it didn't take, like, 2016, we got, won the League Cup, whatever it was, didn't get Europe. 2017 then was just a disaster in terms of, you know, we were in the shits. There's no yeah. two ways to, about it. We had to sell um, Conor O'Malley. Uh, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, well, 2018, whatever it was that that no, we done. No, 17 was it? 17 was it? Just to get players in because yeah. you know we got in yourself, we got in Garbo, the Garbo on Garbo. Yeah, that was halfway through that season. Yeah, I was going for draw that year, and I was. Probably, had nothing. Had nothing yeah. in the budget. It was almost like draw. Did you had broken? Did you break your collar block in the first? I game? broke my collar on first game of the season. That ruined me. I think I only played four or five games for them. Yeah, so. and then it was like. Oh, do you know what? I'm gonna bring him back because we need his personality in the dressing rooms. And I was on yeah. the other side of the fence. I was I was champion. Blame. We need yeah. personalities. And sometimes people look at football and say, you know, oh, he's a poor manager. He's a poor coach. Sometimes and more like it's not. It's about the players that you have. And we yeah. were able to bring in you, Garbo, who was able to lean on his experience from England, Jordy, yeah. who nobody knew anything about, and yeah. all of a sudden turned into a revelation. Yeah. We start winning games. We start picking up points. Like, but. That's where your personality and your will to win. Everyone's going to be, and all the questions today that people are saying to me, ask them about 2014. Mm. My biggest thing, if I was a Pats fan, was that second half of 2017 because I yeah. thought you were, and I would have seen firsthand, you were incredible for us. And you were, again, struggling with bits and pieces. You hadn't, you'd missed loads of. Yeah, know, I hadn't played. I was probably, me, back, me, knee, me knees, knees, knees like, off. Yeah. Coming out training where you were only going for a jog, but it yeah. was incredible. And I suppose. It's summed up in the last game of the season. You run 70 yards, I think. Uh, and early miss has happened. And early miss has happened. <laughs> and, that, and that just goes to show, I think it, it was perfect. And I know fans uh, will always remember you winning a cup and a league. But mm. I think deep down when the conversation gets a little bit, you know, yeah. that second half of the season, you played a massive part in the club not being relegated. I think, I think a lot of fans, um, a lot of fans actually realise that. They do, they do realise that. They said to me, you know, mm. like, like you were a brilliant killer. Like, you come back in and you helped us stay up and blah, blah, blah. But, like, again, I'm not going to turn around and say it was just me or it was just Jordy. Like, we had oh, to. I know. It was one of them ones where I just come in and Jordy come in and just gave everyone a little bit of a jump. And then we go, come on here. Like, let's go. Like, like, like what is, like, I, I, I come in and, and take the pee a little bit and go, like, how he is down here. Like, mm. he's making a show in a place and all. Like, the Darius shout, you know what I mean? One, one of them ones. But, um, like, on a on a on a ter- on a I suppose a scale of like achievements, I would definitely have that up there. Yeah. On I a agree. personal level, I wouldn't expect anyone to go. Well, he didn't win it in that year, or he didn't do this this year, or whatever. But like it was such. I can't remember. Like I was the same set. There was eight games left. I was like, oh, we're never going to stay up here. Like we can't go down to Cork and win. But we Sh- can't Shane, go here and win. Yeah. Shane like, Duggan. Shane Duggan scored. Remember that goal in the ninety fourth oh, minute. For Limerick, yeah. and they, they were nearly survived. We were in deep yeah. duty. We had to win two or three of the last five or six, wherever it was going to be. Then I yeah. ran him up afterwards in the dressing room. I just, it just was one of them times. It was the only time in, in, in my spell as a player or coach with Liam that he probably something that he was so good at of bringing out confidence in players, telling yeah. people what he wanted to hear, explaining to them how good they are, even he when they're going through a rough. He tried, but it was almost like the group are like, nah, we're, we're not believing you here, Liam. But Liam never came across nervous. No, oh, no, so like, never. But never. Like, like even last game of the season in Derry, if we lose that game, the club goes down. Like I never actually got it off Liam. Never. That we're going to go down, and at the same time, like we're 
say for instance, were an inch off winning the league or off the cup final. Like his team talks never changed, and his whole persona never changed. So like with a manager, some managers you'd actually you'd read and go, Jesus Christ, he's like panicking there, like, and that that could actually stem and fly into a, a young lad on the football team. Yeah. It, 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 that could easily happen. Whereas with Liam was just gone, he was cool as ice. Yeah, he was cool yeah, he as was, ice. Yeah. It just, and that's yeah. just the way he was. And uh, I think that did breed confidence into his team and into his players. Um, and then obviously he would have needed the right characters, which Liam would have always needed the right characters yeah, to build. Time. To build, and he had that. And and why not? Like that's part of being a good manager, building whatever you need in your team. You have a flair player. You have a player that's rolled his sleeves up. You have a player that does this. You have a player that helps this lad out. You have a player that helps that player out. And then if all, if you blends all together then you have a fantastic team there. No, I agree with you. And like, it, it was one of them things. And listen, I'm sure if I ever, you know, Liam speaks publicly on it, he'll admit, listen, it didn't go right the first part of 2017, but his man management skills and being able to identify those players. Kept them in like, it. Yeah, it, it was. And it was brilliant. And I suppose you played on for another, you know, the 18 months when you came back to us, you played yeah. for 18 months for your second spell. Um, The second, I suppose, the second part of, 2018, you were struggling a little bit with injuries. The one moment yeah. that sticks out on me, Killian, that was uh, coming back up from your warm up against Rovers. I think you were at the getting abused, spit at, stuff oh, thrown at you, stuff like that. Game, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you come on, and all of a sudden, there's another penalty. <laughs> like, when I look back at it now, that was my last goal. Right? What a goal. That was my, what a goal to go out on. <laughs> yeah. Um, got bottles and spat and whatever, but it didn't help that I was. <laughs> I was warming up with Tommy Bourne, like so. No, that does not help anything. As, as much as I'm a bit of a madman, don't know, like warming exactly. up with Hannibal Lecter doesn't help. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so we we are warmed in with the Rovers fans, and I've, I've often warmed up beside the Bowls fans and the Rovers fans years, and you wouldn't be getting that much abuse. Like you'd be getting abuse and all that, and you'd be saying stuff to you, but you might have a little nibble back every now and again. But I was getting spat at. I, I I remember we had to go and. Warm up the other end the other of the, end. the ground. I remember the stewards were actually, and it's the first Obviously. time, like, normally you come back and say, oh, they were sounding, yeah. and that'd be the end of but it. Yeah. Seemed, it seemed quite venomous. Well, the stewards didn't do their job that night. Yeah, I know, you were going And on. the guards ended up having to get in or whatever, but, like, it was just a disgrace how they acted, but, like, at the end of the day, there's only one way to shut them up, and yeah. I just got, I got a chance to do it, and I can remember Tommy won the penalty, and Conan was on the penalties, yeah. and, Obviously, Colin didn't know what I was after being going through on the sideline. Yeah. And he said, give me that now. <laughs> Here you go. I, can, <laughs> I can remember looking at Colin's face, looking back at the video, and he wasn't one bit happy. No. Mr. Gold wasn't one bit happy at all. <laughs> and I said, give me that. And I was never going to miss it. And I don't, I don't know where the keeper actually stood in the middle. I don't know. He must have been watching the videos from 2013 or so. so. Yeah, someone actually <laughs> said that. Man. The one good thing about that thing, the, the, the dink in 2013, was that keepers always thought, well, I'm not getting yeah. done with this, so. Even yeah. if they did dive, they were only yeah. diving as a reaction, not as yeah. a proactive way. And yeah, the but that's what I'm saying. That's, that's when you knew. That's when I kind of knew that I had to keep, but nearly mentally be. Yeah. Um, and I can remember doing it, and I don't know, it's always going to work, like same with anything in life. But um, I knew 2008 when I think the keeper, that he was going to go early because he, I was at the score in a free kick against him as well. So he knew I was going to go early. He knew I was playing well, and, and I knew he was going to go early. So I knew the thing could work as long as they hit the target. Um, but yeah, that's I suppose the role was called then the celebration, the lads getting in. Um that was that, that was a, a good moment, a brilliant moment. And then uh yeah, I suppose uh, everything else is history. For me anyway. No, I know. And I suppose like we had some good nights in Europe, obviously Legia away was the highlight when we talked to that that group of players, Clark he was there, uh Cone and Chris. It was just incredible to go to a stadium like that. Yeah. Listen, they're great, they're great experiences, but you don't want to go there and lose three 0 and we've no. done it before with other teams. I've done it before. You know, we went over there to Hanover in 2012. We st- we we put up a good performance, lose two 0 yeah. You think you you're still disappointed, but I know the second leg didn't turn out as well as we hoped. But well, you we played really well. Remember remember that? We, we were like that, like. a minute or two away from you know yeah. beating Legia Warsaw. Yeah, that's disappointing. Um, it was disappointing, obviously, not to win the game. Um, and we probably did deserve like. We rolled a look a bit early doors, but when we when we scored the goal, like we played our way into the game, we yeah. nearly bossed the game then for a yeah, good sixty minutes yeah. of the game. Like we done really well because yeah. they, they started to take us a little bit more serious when yeah. we scored the goal. Um, and suppose they didn't want us getting another one either. Yeah. But uh, 
yeah, look off. We should have won that game. I can't. I was off the pitch. I come off for Shane. I come off. Yeah, I was down. I don't know what I done. I come off. I think it might have been a dead leg or something. And I come off, and Shane come on, and I can right. just remember being on, on being on the bench and then scoring the the goal. Yeah. But uh, I'm not saying now. If I had been on the pitch, then we would have won the game. But oh, yeah. um, ah, Shane, what? Yeah, I was telling him about the game. It's <laughs> your fault, Shane. <laughs> it's your fault, Shane. But um, no, like I said, them them games to look back and you go, yeah, we bet like you was or regard or regardless of yeah. what the the second leg was. Like the second yeah. leg, I can remember starting the game. I had two or three shots off in the first twenty, like yeah. first ten fifteen minutes. ago. let's go. And then Pat went through and yeah. went on one and tried to kind of yeah. He didn't know whether to go around him, dink him. He done the kind of a bit of half a boat oh, and it went wide, yeah. and then all of a sudden, I went off injured. Kenny went off injured. Yeah, but Ken, Ken O'Man, he was injured in the wrong. In the wrong. Yeah. Just, it was one of them ones where you were saying earlier on in 2012, where the lads got injured. Everything went that wrong. That was just like everything went wrong with us. And I think if we had to play them in the score as well, we would have beat them. We've had this conversation enough over Europe. It's yeah. just obviously, obviously the regulations, but we were yeah. a different animal. In, in, we well, always felt like we were in yeah. uh, Carlton. Definitely. Oh, I know. I know. We've lost. The, we've lost. We've lost the worst teams in Europe in Intercore than them. But I just felt that that team with Fats, myself, Craig, and all the boys in front and behind. I don't. I couldn't see it. Now, like I said, they could have. And even in Tala, we were well in the game. We were well in the game. I can remember me getting two or three shots off and Christy getting one. And um, I'm thinking, God, these are nearly sitting back off us, and they want to try and get us in the break. Yeah. And when they when they did get us on the break, we kind of felt we felt a bit, and they kind of knew then um, they had us. Yeah, Do you know what it I mean. Was it was disappointing. It really was disappointing. But like I said, it would we would have been a different animal in in Chico. Yeah, just like for the last few bits and pieces. I suppose you played for some of the the biggest managers and the best managers have managed in our coach in Ireland in the last 10, 15 years. You've um, played for some of the biggest clubs. What made Pats League? What was different about Pats League? What, what, if you were sitting back in 10, 15 years' time from now and people say to you, I oh, talked about your career, what would, what would be some of the stuff you say about Pats? Well, the f- it's a real family, isn't it? It's a real family oriented club. I got that as soon as I went in. And then obviously I was lucky enough to go and win things after my first year there. So I was taken on board straight away. So I always felt the arm around the shoulder so like there's nothing better as a football player knowing that you're loved do you know what I mean of getting that arm around the shoulder knowing like if you make a bad pass like they're not going to be getting on your back Um, but there is a real history behind the club where it's situated like you know yourself Jer, Um, like I'm not a Pats man by any stretch of imagination but I actually felt mm. lo- I felt like one I felt part of it and probably the only club where I actually did feel that yeah. um, o- over the 15 years so um. Like you're a Pats man, the likes of obviously Brendan is, is a big Pats man. Um, so it mean a lot more to winning the kind of things that we, we did for them and our families. Um, so I, I can just kind of, I'm trying to relate as in if I was, say, for instance, Brendan, I was Brendan and Brendan's my dad. Like the amount, the, the amount of, like I suppose, how proud it would make you if I was a Drada man playing for Drada. How proud it would make my dad or my granddad to go yeah. on and win things. And yeah. um, it is such, it is a small club, like, you know what I mean? It is a yeah. small club, but it's a very hard-working, tight-knit club. Um, and uh, it was a fantastic club for me to play for. I loved every minute of it. Yeah. Best moment, league, cup? The best moment, I would have to say, and I go back to the whole emotional side of it, and, and men that have gone, and, got, gone on and seen Pats lose in seven cup finals, I'd have to say the FEI cup final. Mm. It has to be that. It has to be. Uh, like... I didn't even know the whole. I didn't know that we were after going on and losing seven league cups until we were getting fit for our suits. Mm. Like I, I didn't know that, mm. and I think it was your man that was fitting my suit at the time. <laughs> and he said something like, "Don't come back here." <laughs> Wait another, like you know. And I was just going, and I don't know who he said that. I was like, "Have Pat's lost the last seven? Because I was going, we're not going to lose this." And then yeah. I was going, like, "Uh oh, uh oh, Hammy." No, but um, yeah, like that that was that was brilliant. And then obviously the celebrations, like you look back at, like I suppose you're winning things. But I always look back at the, the players that I celebrated with and gone through everything with throughout the year and all that as well. And that was probably the most enjoyable part of it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And the you lads. know, what? there's no point being in the change room if you can't go in and enjoy a bit of crack with the lads. Yeah. Um, because to be fair, I've never been in a change room where where it has been like that. But that change room was like 
that was different class that change room. Mm. No, it was. It was brilliant, and I suppose it was just it was just an environment that from we were all the similar age. You know, we had a couple of young lads or stuff like that, and we had. I think it was just meant them them two years. You know, forget the league cups a, a couple of years after, but those two years we were excellent, and we were, we totally deserved to win the league. They were thirteen. I think we we kind of hindsight is again we speak about that word. Yeah. We kind of we left a little bit behind in the league. Itself. When, you, when you look at when you look at our league team in two thousand fourteen, we definitely underachieved. Well, we played better. Like, that's we played team. better. We did play better, but we then scored like, more goals. Just we bloody conceded yeah, more goals. We, well, we just you know. we just didn't put it together as well as Dundalk did. And then mm. obviously Dundalk with a force where they've, they've shown over the last few years, then they've gone on to be the machine that they've been. They were supposed only building, but um, you're looking player to player. I know you always do that as well. Like I wouldn't have taken a whole lot of players off the dock to, to put in our team. They wouldn't have got. They wouldn't have got in it. And I, I, I always do that. Yeah. Um, but that like you know football that doesn't always work. No, paper. it doesn't. Sometimes it's, you it's put players really in paper, it doesn't work yet. Yeah, exactly. What's the, what's the plans going forward now? Okay, you're gonna stay in the game or like this, this coach? I know me and you have had a conversation before on coaching. Like, is, is yeah. it something that will interest you? I think I think along the line, like I know I'm saying along the line, like I've been I've finished playing football now. The coach 18 months. Um, yes, 14, 14 well say, I suppose January 2019 so it's not 18 months but it's close enough the guts do, 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 months, you miss right? it? Do, you, do you miss the Friday nights do you miss the, I, the, I actually I got, I got asked this question numerous times I don't miss playing football on a Friday night like don't get me wrong I still play football with my mates on Thursdays Sunday mornings and all the crack um, it doesn't give me the buzz of going in training my buzz was going in the buzz I was training, and then that was the little bit at the end. I suppose that was your bit of cake on the Friday night. That yeah. was your treat on the Friday night. But like, I'd swap the Friday night for just going in training with the boys Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's where I got my buzz. Yeah, on the, um, on the exact same, Killian. Like, yeah. uh, like I know some people are different, and we're all made different and stuff like yeah. that. Some people say I'll play till as long as you can, and yeah, for me, I don't miss that. And maybe it's the whole regimental stuff side around of having to eat at a certain time and what to eat, and yeah. and taking the stress upon yourself. And like that, you don't play well and you lose. And you, I'm who am I marking this week, or what am I going to yeah. do? But I do miss going in. I do miss the yeah. WhatsApp. I miss the fact that yeah. you know you're worried about what you're going to wear going into training, and I'm worried yeah. about who, who you're you're going in thinking right who's going to turn up looking. Yeah, you know, See, like, you've done it for that long in your life. That's the professional in you as well. Like you're always kind of it's the same as anyone. Like, I'm, like we're in we're in the, the lockdown now. Like people haven't worked for two or three months and mm. they're dying to get back to work. So yeah, yeah. you know, like that's a percentage of what we're feeling. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I that's a, that's yeah. a percentage of what we're feeling. So I do miss that. I don't necessarily don't get me wrong. I do miss going out putting the jersey on. Going in for like being able to strut my stuff on the pitch, I do miss that. But what I'm saying is, I wouldn't have, I don't miss it as much as going in having the laugh with the boys. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about for me. No, of course. Uh, along the lines of coaching, that like, like, like I said, I'm still quite young, like 26. Like, I'm just kind of sitting back and and wondering, am I going to fall into something? Or going to have to get up and do something? I'm coming to the stage now where I'm going to have to get up and do my badges to go and really think about what I'm going to do. As mm. in, when I first um, retired, I had no interest whatsoever. Mm. But but I think I actually might have because the team I'm playing with at the moment, um, they have young lads in. So I find myself helping them out as well. I think I can, think yeah, I can, you I think, yeah, you always I think, did. Yeah, I think I think it can kind of add to that kind of stuff as well. Mm. Um, but it is a long process, you know, Jerry. You're after going through it all now as well. You're mm. you're at the top end of where you need to be. Um, it's it's a long hard process, isn't it? <laughs> So. It is, yeah, and you know what? It's not a race. And the thing about it is, I know we have spoken about stuff in the academy and stuff like that. And please God, we'd love to get you down and in and around and and working with players because to have, you know, to be a fourteen, fifteen year old to to kind of stand there and Killian Brennan showing them this or what way to move off the ball or who to look for at certain times. And it was something I was going to say earlier on, but it actually jumped down my mind was. Like our academy players now, I remember you back as a fifteen, sixteen year old. You wore that kind of. And I don't like the, the questions always saying, "Oh, the biggest moaner," but it's not a moaner. It's someone that just has, you know, wants to win and has that will. Yeah. Air young players. I'm not just talking about Pats because we've been very successful and they are winners at the moment. But air young players have to learn that they can't be delicate flowers as well. You have to point yeah. fingers. You have to demand more. And it's you know so what? hard. It's, it's so not hard. This day and age. Yeah, and you know what? Having that line. having yeah. you come in a few nights a week and abuse. Yeah, them. that'd scare them. Like that'd be like. <laughs> like realistically, going like the head teacher's in tonight job, one of them ones, you know. Yeah, so right. make sure, but like that, 
Like kids have to have that as well. You have like, to kids, ha- kids, kids have to have that. Like why aren't your boots clean? Mm. Like that's still old school, but at the same time, yeah. they're the little things. Like when you go to England, like they're the small little. That's a small little professional. Like it, having yeah. your boots clean or something along the lines. Now players will learn as they grow older, but like not. But but having that before they go over. So and, and other little things as well. Not just having your boots clean, but like loads of other little things. Yeah. Uh, w- would help them. Yeah. And not just if they go on to 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 play football or they go on to an office job. There's a lot mm. of things that would have helped me and have good traits. Yeah. Like, you know, like never being late for one. Like I'm ne- like un- no, unless always like that. Unless it's M50 traffic, like so, yeah. something that killed me was being late. But the reason why and the reason why I found out from being late is because if you are late, you get hit in the pocket. Mm. So if if you get hit in the pocket. Yeah. If you get hit in the pocket, now I'm not. These, this isn't like I suppose down to 14, 15 year olds, but um, oh, just, like, it's a mentality. You have to have. They have. You, you have, have to be have able to give them that mentality, and it's such a fine line nowadays. Where giving a young fella a bollocking, or putting an arm around them, it could be vital. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. vital to, to them growing up. So that's something that I could bring. Definitely, I feel no, like but, I could bring. Something. Yeah, absolutely. We'll speak more, and and let's like I want past fans to you know we want to be putting something out in the in the next year or so with Killian Ren. You have to finish up playing them tour season. Sundays at the mate for Yeah, <laughs> well, look, I just locked this lockdown crack. Uh, you won't be able to play after that soon. I'd say you have to put away some grub now in the last few oh, weeks. Oh, I, I, I just weighed myself. <laughs> I'm a, I probably only put on about stone since I stopped playing. I wouldn't even say a stone. You know me, Jerry. Like, I'm like a fucking. I'm like that there. <laughs> hey, great help. Well, come here. Listen, one of the best players that I've ever certainly played with and against Killian. Um, and for many reasons, not just your technical ability, your tactical ability, but everything else around the place. And you know, certainly an absolute league boy legend. But more importantly, from this point of view, a Pats legend. You'll always be welcome. Um, and you can see the response that. I would have got today from social media just when your name is mentioned it's it's incredible so uh thanks very much for joining me it's great thinking back and talking about some of the things and uh let's hope we can catch up very soon yeah thanks a lot Jared. top man. problem Legend. okay Legend. take care okay bye